Hey folks, welcome back to the Inside Line F1 podcast and Pitch the Podium. This is our special episode and of course in the last one we were able to discuss a lot about Force India's marketing campaigns just what happens in a marketing role but Kunal continuing on from this one I have to talk about just a, a quick question about the one from a billion campaign that we touched upon why did it just not go forward later on well the true picture was that we ran out of sponsors hmm. and of course you know VJM ran into his own level you know his own problems as it's been publicly documented as well so it was very tough to sort of make it happen again to the scale that mm. it did and uh, it was again you know that was that was literally the reality of things because i still remember and this is in again a personal uh, memory that i used to mm-hmm. i knew that things were going to ro- go wrong with the team i had enough information so when i was applying for jobs people mm. would just call me for a job interview uh-huh. just to know but hey what's happening with you know vgm and i'm like but hey aren't you here to talk to me for my job but yes oh, man. on this episode we still have ravikant sabnavis yes. uh, who was the who was my boss and the former marketing head of the force india formula 1 team but that was largely why the one from a billion hunt didn't happen the second time we had grand plans we had plans to incorporate esports into mm. it and so mm. on in 2012 in 2012 yes we had you know state of art simulators that had, that had come in and again I'm going to name the individual not not for any reason but it actually happened. This was I think 2012 April 1st or maybe 2013 April 1st. Uh-huh. Lotus Formula 1 team actually said we're going to run an esports championship. We're going to choose uh, a driver from the esports championship and put him straight in the Formula 1 car. Nice. And uh, you know Robert Fernley or Bob Fernley as we called it called him wrote an email to Ravi and I said Just so you guys know this is what I've been proposing all along right <laughs> and both of us were like oh that's impossible and this is again where my experience of you know working on gr- grassroots of motorsports comes in and I said that's impossible and then mm. I looked at the date and it was 1st of April right uh, so I wrote back to him and uh, I, I of course I was being polite because it was Bob Fernley right and I wrote back saying Bob I appreciate the enthusiasm but this is an April Fools joke and I should have signed off saying thank you for falling for it but either way <laughs> <laughs> that's some crazy stuff but uh, uh Ravi I've got to ask you about this one campaign that we discussed right early on uh Force India 2011 first Indian Grand Prix there's no Indian driver clearly for Force India that is Karun was racing but he only unfortunately got to do the free practice for Lotus so for, for so there's that but more on Force India there's no driver to leverage on the, but you still had an amazing campaign the the i think was it it was a race the, the flag race campaign the race flag campaign yes just what was it all about because i remember the hype being big at that time especially at the circuit where there was what i think 100000 people who'd gathered in yes so you know uh, this this is this was our moment of reckoning actually mm. uh, you know when when mr malia bought the team it was about you know being an indian f1 team mm. uh, and therefore the livery uh, was in the indian tricolor as you know correct uh, but finally uh, notwithstanding the fact that we didn't have indian f1 drivers uh, but we were still an indian team uh, with the indian tricolor uh, right livery uh, so there therefore the indian first indian inaugural indian gp was our moment of reckoning to really put ourselves there hmm. uh, as a truly indian team and get people to cheer for hmm. uh, for this team and all these years of as i mentioned in the previous episode of of trying to build the category of india would hopefully come to fruition 
at this moment. Yeah. Uh, and then we decided that let's let's put together a campaign and what better than telling people raise the flag at the Indian Grand Prix for the Force India F1 team. And you guys distributed all the flags. There was only there were only your flags at the, at the race. I remember. <laughs> we we actually did much more than that. Uh, uh-huh. You know, we actually did uh, multiple things. We had hoardings across uh, Delhi leading up to uh, you know the circuit. The, the, yes. the circuit. Yes, uh, so I remember that was one of them. The second one that lasted for the next, I think, three or four years was we branded all the luggage trolleys at the Delhi airport. Uh, and as luck would okay. have it, they never got pulled off. So you had luggage trolleys which said, raise the flag for the Force India F1 ah. team, uh, which remained for, I think, at least four years. Wow. Uh, right. And something which we did very interesting, we since we had show cars, we said, let's create a ground event where we will get people to come cheer. We had, I think, a board where people came and put their signatures and wrote things for, uh, for Force India. Hmm. Right. And, and we had people, celebrities from these different places. We said, we need to have one from Kashmir. We need to have one from the East. Hmm. So, you know, we invited Mr. Omar Abdullah. We invited Saurav Ganguly, uh, Navjot Sidhu and Nice. In, you know, in Punjab. So we, we had a lot of people whom we called and said, you know, come cheer, you know, and, and write what you want. Wish your team the best. And all that nice. culminated, uh, you know, in an October 11. You know what? It's kind of funny because uh, the Mahindra Racing Formula E team is doing something very similar today. They stole our idea. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you would do that, right? Yeah. Be- being the country's, I mean, at this stage, at least, unfortunately, the sole big racing team, of course, that that would happen. And that's such a crazy idea. And that also involved tying up with, say, the mega celebrity of all celebrities in India, Shah Rukh Khan, for, for a picture of his movie's poster on your front wing for the Indian Grand Prix, the, the Ravan movie. Okay, we'll not talk about how good or bad that one was because it's a bit of a guilty pleasure, that movie. You not, mean not the, the movie, best, but, right? The movie, but, <laughs> but the campaign. That was memorable. I remember watching it on... Your NDTVs, your CNBCs, your arch of this world, right. which is, let's say, more sensational Hindi news channel. But everyone was covering it because here was Shah Rukh Khan on the most beautiful Formula One car with his own poster on the movie. That Why would you not cover it? Absolutely. And so the, the key objective behind Raise the Flag was mm. to bring out the emotion mm. of feeling for an Indian Formula One team, Mm. right? It's like how when India plays cricket against any other team, you want to bring out that emotion. Mm. And we said the way to do that is to let people uh, be a part of it. Come raise the flag, see your celebrities are doing it, people in day-to-day walk of life are Mm. doing it and so on. And these were mega multi-million dollar campaigns that we were running at that time. And uh, Shah Rukh Khan was, of course, the cherry on the cake. And I remember we actually recorded, uh, you know, an advertisement with him, a TVC as well, where he recites a poem and then he actually says, come, I raise the flag, join me, raise the flag. Oh, my God. And, uh, and, I just remembered. Yes. And then, of course, and Shah Rukh, of course, had two, you know, TVCs with us. First was via Kingfisher Airlines when when the team had just been launched and mm-hmm. so on. And that those were the days where team the team was building itself up. and. You know, Ravan was during the one from a... No, sorry, the the Indian Grand Prix days, I would say. Mm. And some phenomenal memories, you know, working with a superstar like Shah Rukh, uh, so down to earth, so talented, you know, sitting in front of a camera, doing one take, uh, one take shots and moving on to the next. And you're just like, wow, there's a reason why that guy charges like, you know, a million dollars for every day he's engaged or whatever. So that was Shah Rukh. And yes, he still has the distinction of being the only 
movie star in the world mm. who had his face on the nose of a formula 1 car and i'm going to reference to star wars and superman and all the other movie promotions which mm. largely you know red bull have done in time specifically around the monaco grand prix mm. but at no time was there a face of a celebrity planted on the nose of a formula 1 car and i remember i still i was on the grid he went he stood next to his photo took a picture and I, i didn't find anything wrong with it because you know he was the he is still the mega star as as we call it right and uh, so that was that was the whole deal with with sharukh and he attended the race he interacted with fans and and the likes and i think it was it was a fantastic promotion not just because we did it but that's what like you said made formula 1 and force india be known to the masses because we mm. wanted to break through that clutter we wanted to even break through the english speaking audiences we wanted to go vernacular yeah. which is why we went to the different uh, towns of india where people didn't really english was in the primary language like it's not in several parts of the world went to the southern uh, parts of india where there were you know superstars in their own rights doing the same thing promoting force india and you know again an offshoot we had paris hilton posing with a force india car at one point she was really? in india and we yes. we so we we said we have to hit the elites as well as the masses because there is a large spectrum of people who can be mobilized towards the team did she ask why the car wasn't in pink maybe she might have been happy to find out that 6 years down the line <laughs> it, it did become pink but hey that's beyond the point what i really want to know is and i'll club this in with the next question because Sachin Tendulkar was one guy and for those of you who don't know about Sachin uh don't worry you're in the same boat as Maria Sharapova but he is the <laughs> the god of cricket most runs ever most centuries ever uh, he, he's basically been awarded the highest honor in India for a civilian for playing cricket so you kind of get it what kind of emotion that guy brings up but Sachin was a part of yes. one of the campaigns that you guys did and i i want to know more about that campaign and also the effectiveness of both having the guys like Sharukh and Sachin on because as Kunal mentioned breaking through the barriers was one thing but did it really work out so well for you guys you know i'm i'm going to make this uh campaign the master blaster campaign about Kunal ah okay <laughs> and okay. i'm going to link this back to your question in the earlier episode on what kind of people do f1 teams look for uh-huh. right uh, so this was kunal's idea hmm. saying look you know let's pay tribute to sachin it's coinciding with the indian grand prix what better occasion hmm. uh, and remember we were trying to solve a problem for force india and not for cricket right and the problem being that you want maximum pr for your team Correct. and especially when you're not among the top 3 or 4 teams right uh, so that that was the idea he came with and said you know let's just put master blaster on the car uh, and of course leverage it everywhere else hmm. uh, and i said no way <laughs> <laughs> Right, because I mean, when you come to think of it on the surface, what good would it do for Force India? Is what I think you must be thinking, right? Yes. So I spontaneously said, "No way." I mean, what's it? What does it do for us? Huh. And you know, we need to try and do things which we've been doing all this while, uh, including perhaps the Ravan uh, promotion, hmm. where we focus on F one and who Force India is. This would needlessly take away attention and bring it all about cricket. Hmm. But well, Kunal, being the passionate one, <laughs> doggedly persisted uh, and made a complete. nuisance of himself uh, so finally i said all right he wore me down and and i said okay why don't you do one thing mm-hmm. you've been you know making a verbal argument all this while why don't you just put it down on a mail oh. right okay uh and as it happened his uh, you know 
the, the mail that he put together was even more articulate than all the arguments which he had verbally been you know putting in front of me so i said hey this is making sense i don't think truth be told i don't think i was 100% convinced as yet hmm. but i said i'm doing this because this kunal who's extremely passionate about this and believes in it hmm. so let me send this mail to mr malia and see if he agrees hmm. right and and i think uh, vjm replied within an hour or two saying go ahead right. <laughs> you nailed the accent how <laughs> 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 can do it <laughs> absolutely uh-huh. and then i think uh, the rest is history this gave hmm. us i i was just before i came here i was looking at some of the pr that that we gathered around this uh, and and i think there were so many articles reams and reams of media on how the force india f1 team pays tribute to sachin tendulkar hmm interesting stuff i'm going to add to that and i you started this saying there was this tie up with sachin tendulkar yeah. right yeah. that's what we wanted people to believe but that was not the oh, truth the, the there was no time it was just us commemorating sachin for fantastic innings that he had oh. in the world of cricket for india it was coinciding with the fact that he was playing his last you know uh, competitive cricket match hmm. and we said we can't put the, put his word sachin tendulkar because we we didn't want to pay for it and obviously <laughs> you know we are marketers we have to try and find the the easiest way to get the biggest bang for our buck and of course uh, you know given the the links and the relationship i now have with sachin you know i'm sure he could still send a bill my way or on a, on a but on a more serious note that's why what we wanted people to believe so when we put master blaster on the car media covered it and they turned around and they said is sachin tendulkar attending the indian grand prix as a guest of the force india formula 1 team and we said we kept shut we said why should we you know confirm mm. or deny the rumor we weren't the ones who spread it the media made it up mm. and that gave us fantastic pr value at a time when the team was only being spoken about in negative light because it was a 2013 indian grand prix that was also coincidentally when i met mithila right mm. and 2012 was when the kingfisher airlines uh, you know the entire operations came to a halt mm. so it was fighting a major uh, you know it was an up, you know uphill battle at each times to say anything good about the team and that that's what master blaster brought to us and in general given the the links with ipl uh given the links with you know the sahara group uh, cricket was you know uh, uh, one of our second sports to sort of uh, you know bank on each time we wanted some great uh, great content and i i know you you know mentioned in the last episode or maybe just right now that there was an f1 car in a cricket stadium there was also an f1 car at the metallica show which you know was headlining the indian grand prix i think 2012 or 2013 at 11, some point first year 2011 there yeah. you go yes So we we so we did we did all we could to break through and reach out to more than just the formula 1 fan but I think we should dig deeper into the whole IPL activation you know we did because I still remember and cricket buffs listening in Chris Gale when he when he hit 175 at it was at the oh. Chinnaswamy <laughs> stadium in Bangalore for for Ravi and me it was like it was a game between royal challengers bangalore and whatever the pune team sahara was. pune warriors Sahar, india yeah exactly yeah, yeah some some random name so it was both our bosses yeah you know competing against each other on a field of cricket chris gale batting for you know rcb was doing his magic 
I I know that the, the guys at Sahara were enjoying it because hey, when you're seeing an epic innings like it, you just end up becoming a fan of the sport rather than a particular team. But the more interesting part is we had a tie-up with IPL mm. where Alan Donald, you know, one of the most legendary fast bowlers, mm. he trained Paul Deresta and Adrian Suttle on how to bowl on a cricket pitch. What? And there was a post-match uh, activation we did, which was, of course, beamed live across uh, across uh, the IPL markets. And uh, Adrian Suttle, being Adrian Suttle, and fantastically talented, right, he ended up hitting the stumps, I think, in his second or third go. Bowling overarm cricket. Wow. That guy is something else. I, I just learned today that he can play piano, the, the piano very yes, well. Yes, indeed. And he can bowl very well. And he can drive pretty fast. And he can take a punch or hit a punch. What was that? <laughs> uh, we don't want to go down that route. But it's it's ridiculous. But this is the fun part, right? Because the 175 inning, if you know, if you don't know much about cricket, it's, it's the highest score in the 20-over format ever. Chris Gale just went wild. And it's ridiculous that both your bosses were there at the same time. And one boss's team got absolutely hammered. There was no chance. I can imagine that conversation being very hectic in that room. But... Putting a Formula One car in a stadium, who does that? It's a 10-year-old me was going bonkers. Like, what is this? Wow, wow, this is like both of my worlds colliding. What is that all about? It's outstanding. You know, when we set out with this mission of engaging with audiences in unique ways, hmm. you know, I think the disruption started actually with Adrian Sutil playing the piano. Hmm. Right. And that was many years before putting it, putting the car in a stadium. And, you know, when we said, listen, how does Kingfisher Airlines truly leverage its sponsorship? Not with a logo. Mm. That's there in any case. And we said, we learned that, uh, you know, uh, Sutil plays the piano and he comes from a family of musicians and we got him to play at Blue Frog in Mumbai. Uh, and and he, he does that pretty awesomely. Uh, and, you know, this this was another such disruption where we said, if you have to really engage with audiences at a mass level and you have several thousand spectators in a cricket stadium, mm-hmm. uh, what better than putting a Formula 1 car out there and getting these two guys to actually bowl and bat and it was a hit, I can tell you, yeah. because, uh, you know, the drivers loved it, absolutely. And, you know, there yeah. was banter between Virat Kohli and Chris Gale and, you know, all. And I think when super athletes meet, they just mm. have some natural bond, which is what, of course, the cameras did not capture as much. Right. But I remember Chris Gale saying at some point he wanted to have a go at a Formula One car and, you know, and, and so on. And, you know, <laughs> this this is what Red yeah. Bull has done. They've put a Tom Cruise in a Formula One car. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. why not? Mm, uh, some nice. cricketing celebrity and, and the like. So, of course, uh, various uh, conversations that always kept happening of how can we do the unconventional to break through all the barriers and clutters that, you know, naturally exist. And we were in a time when Bernie didn't really want to market the sport. It was very, very complicated, complex, not all that interesting in terms of on-track, uh, you know, entertainment and battles. So what is it that, you know, we could do to make it more fun? And and fun you did make it because I remember the headlines being captured so well. But it's such a shame that you can't find many HD pictures of the car in the stadium anymore because I wanted it framed on my <laughs> wall. Like this is the kind of stuff I grew up watching. But speaking of that, I just learned today that you guys also had potential campaigns in the making with the likes of McDonald's, with the likes of Kidzania. Kidzania being, of course, the global phenomenon that is for kids where they can experience future career options and so on and so forth. Imagica, one of the biggest uh, uh, theme parks in India. And Wrigley's, Wrigley's, Wrigley's in Formula One. 
What's that whole deal about, uh, Ravi? Actually, it started with Wrigley's okay. and McDonald's. Uh, you know, uh, and Kidzania happened much later. Huh. Uh, so, you know, when when the, we started off marketing for the team, we said, "What kind of interesting partnerships can we, we look at?" Uh, and again, how do we build value for our sponsors? Uh, and we worked with Wrigley. Uh, this was in 2008, 2009. Oh. Uh, right. It was during the earlier days. And what they did was to create special packs with a promotion, uh, which, you know, the, the, the packs were specially designed. It said Race to Britain, which was essentially, hmm. you know, uh, pick up a pack of Wrigley's and you could win a trip to Silverstone. Ah, interesting. Right. And these were introduced in, you know, modern trade in the premium stores. Uh, large format retail stores across the country. Uh, and, and I think it did a lot of good uh, for Wrigley, of course, but also for us because we were a team that was just starting off. Uh, and then when the time came again, uh, coinciding with uh, the Indian Grand Prix and us wanting to get people to raise a flag, we said, what are the other things that we can do? And this was a very interesting idea which came up. We tied up with uh, McDonald's in the South and West Kunal. Correct, yes. 96 uh, stores, I remember. 96 yes. stores. And we said, buy a meal and you could uh, travel to Abu Dhabi, if I'm Correct. not mistaken. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Interesting. Uh, and, uh, oh, wow. I never knew this existed, honestly. B because uh, I don't think we had it in our local store. But that's so crazy because, of course, it gives you so much visibility. So Absolutely. many people walk into a McDonald's or a Wrigley. So, you know, the menus, the, the, the mats on the table, they were all branded with this campaign. Hmm. Uh, so across these 96 stores. Correct. And we again, you know, it just goes down to the theme. How can we reach out to newer audiences? Kidzania, iMagica was similar levels. You know, Kidzania came up saying, we will make everything for children. You know, you want to be a firefighter, see how you do it as a mm -hmm. child. You want to be a bartender or sorry, cat. Barista is more like it. You can do it as a child. So the one from A Billion Hunt, we were going to actually present it with a go-kart in a Kidzania outlet in Mumbai saying, you can actually become a racing driver there as well. So much like you can choose various career alternatives, here's how you can do with uh, with becoming a racing car driver as well. And similarly with Imagica, I remember they reached out saying, would you like to sponsor and get visibility here? And I said, no, I will build, uh, you know, uh, I will build one of those amusement uh, rides mm. which resonates with Force India about speed, about G-forces and so on. And we actually went down the road of researching partners who could build this for us at cost. So it's similar mm. to what Ferrari has in the Ferrari world. You can actually go sit in a, in a 4D or maybe now it's a 40D studio where at that time, you know, Fernando Alonso would take you on a, a, a you know, a lap around Fiorano in a, one of the Ferrari F40s or something. So we said, can we build something like that for Imagica where people who come to experience thrill also get to experience what's the, you know, can you have a Formula One driver drive you in one of these simulator setups across, uh, you know, uh, an iconic circuit like Monza and the likes. If I may add, uh, that research which Kunal is talking about uh -huh. is some really hard work that the two of us <laughs> and one more colleague, Nishreen, had to do. We actually had to go to Universal Studios in Singapore and <laughs> get inspired there. And then we had to go to Ferrari World in Abu Dhabi. Uh, so that, that was the research that Kunal is talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Fun research on roller coasters, sitting there, spending time, and also research on what the food around tastes like, and what the beaches around might taste like. The good important points, good important points but ah I wish the Kidzania one went through because I would have had a point to flex to my friends when I went to Kidzania around that point like look this is also a relevant career option but hey that's beyond the point but 
We have another episode in the pipeline that comes up literally very soon. That one is about the billionaires of Formula One and specifically two of them, the bad boy billionaires, Vijay Malia and Shri, Shri, Sahara Shri, because I think he had two of them in his name. Sahara Shri. But there are two, right? I, th- I, th- I saw in the documentary that... It depends were, who you ask. Depends who you ask. <laughs> okay, but we'll say Sahara Shri Subrataroy. That is the next episode. And seriously, these are some of the most fun stories coming up. So stay tuned, follow the podcast, leave a good rating, leave a like, and do the good stuff, right? Share it with your friends and family members who love Formula One. See you in the next episode then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.